Welcome back to the Indiana Jones Minute, the podcast in which we celebrate and discuss the film Raiders of the Lost Ark one minute at a time. I'm Tom Taylor. I'm Pete Mummert. And we should not have joked about Christy being Forrestall because she was just impaled on a wall of spikes and we feel <laughs> no. terrible. She was so, she was good. She, she was, was very, very, very good. good. And uh, so we won't be hearing from her today. Jer is still out of the country. We haven't heard from him in ages. But all is not lost. We are joined again by John and Mitch from the Alien Minute podcast. Welcome back, guys. Thank you. Good to be here. Yeah, thanks for having us back. Thanks for coming back to close out the week with us with Minute 60. Minute 60 begins with Indy clearing the sand off a stone slab, and it ends with Indy and Sala peering into the open well of souls. We didn't think this could happen, but they finally made it. (laughs) This is getting serious. This is the scene that makes me think uh, Saul is living up to his moniker of best digger. (laughs) They really seem to be precision digging because they're digging and digging and digging and they all seem to get to about a quarter of an inch above the stone at the same time. Yeah. Well, I do want to point, not not to undermine that, but I do want to point out that the scene did begin in the harsh light of day and it took them all the way until sometime in the middle of the night to to get through that thin layer of sand that we were talking about <laughs> that long ago. so i'm not so sure I, I don't know i think you might be milking the clock a little bit actually yeah. less singing more digging <laughs> you guys <laughs> um there's one part in this minute that i'm not crazy about and uh we were talking earlier about sala you know, his, his superpower is that he can fall into a kind of, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, uh, kind of subservient, uh, pleasing role to kind of, you know, keep the bad guys from even noticing him or something. And he kind of does that with Indy in this scene. And I don't like it at all. He goes, when he, he's, he's so eager about, uh, you know, finding the, 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 you know, the lid, I guess, to the well of souls. And he's like, you see, Indy, you see, and it's like, no, settle down, Sala. That's <laughs> yeah. come on. You're cooler than that. You, you, come on. That's always been a cringy line to me too. I, yeah. I was thinking, I actually didn't, for some reason I thought, I'm not going to put that in my notes. I'm not sure if that's even something. To I'm glad you did though, because <laughs> I have always felt the same way. I've never liked that line. It sounds like bad ADR too. It sounds like something's yeah. recorded later. It doesn't fit the the sound design at all to me, and it does. It makes him sound like a, a jerk. He sounds like pathetic. And I'm not sure it gets much better in the next minute either. I think this is no. Is there two, these two minutes are not Sala's finest two minutes. <laughs> no. Well, he starts off so strong when you first meet him. He's just such a cool, solid, awesome guy, and then and he stays that way for most of the movie. But yeah, then in a couple of scenes in here, he's kind of well. This might be the first hint at whatever uh, mental issues he has between Raiders of the Lost Ark and The Last Crusade. <laughs> because by then, he's pretty much just this character. That's so true. I'm a little that worried about him. True. I think, I think somebody should have noticed the, the, the early warning signs, whatever's going on here. Well, maybe that, that, fall, that fall down the hill a couple minutes ago. Did it. it might. 
He did that too many times. He hit his head against the tire of the car. (laughs) That's depressing. I don't want to think about it. So I I got a question here. So they're, uh, I mean, I guess I'm jumping ahead a little bit, but uh, they're they're opening this, uh, well, the well of the souls here, and it's a giant slab of concrete, right? Rectangular in shape. Is this part, is this part of the carbonite dream? (laughs) <laughs> where Han is, is finally dreaming of his, he's being freed from this slab that he's trapped inside. Is this? Is this? Can I? Can I please put forth my one Easter egg of my own? Absolutely, to... it's got on the list number thirty-seven. <laughs> it does belch up a lot of, you know. Yeah, stuff. yeah. I'm, I'm not sure what that is. Well, it sounds like like the hiss it's... of the carbonite. Yeah, the, yeah, the carbon right. freezing that's, chamber. That would yeah. be my guess, yes. Oh, wow, the freezing make, chamber. He looked, doesn't oh. make a lot of sense that there would be gas, visibly gaseous stuff coming out of a this, you know, empty space. Unless the snakes are venting or something. I don't know. <laughs> well, it is sort of a prefiguring sound. Like, it is a very hissing sound coming out of there. Yeah. I noticed this time that as they are, before they even fully get the pry bars under the 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 lip of that slab, you can kind of see it jostled a little bit, so it actually looks like it's extremely light for a second. <laughs> like it's probably just a big piece of wood or something. Yeah. And uh, I try not to notice that. Well, I've never thought about that because one of the things I was going to note is there's a there's a little tight shot of the pry bar going under the stone. And I've always been totally sold by the weight of this stone because Sala's foot right next to that slab bothers me so much. He's, <laughs> oh, I, I his toes, his every bare toes, every yeah. time I've ever watched that. And I what's funny sleep. is that Han or Han, I just there you go, Han. <laughs> go with it. Indy, uh, Indy seems to know that we feel this way. I kind of wonder if in when they're editing the movie, if somebody didn't go. Somebody should tell him to watch his toes <laughs> because they just throw in. I'm pretty sure it's off screen. Indy saying, watch your toes. And I'm like, that's perfect. Watch those toes. Everyone should be watching their toes. <laughs> so I, that's another case where there might have been a little ADR thrown in after the fact. To yeah. Yeah. Appease the audience. Or it, maybe it was just a like me. It makes me cringe. Maybe Spielberg or somebody was like felt the exact same way. I don't know. There was a test screening, and some blue hair old lady said, "I'm worried about his toes. He should be wearing better shoes." I that's a I don't fun. like this movie. <laughs> it's kind of amazing when we've got almost sixty seconds of nothing but digging in this in this minute. Yeah. It, and and and. You know, kudos to Spielberg because one of the things that that guy is so amazing with is process. He he always, even even scanning the with the surveyor's instrument. You know, he he always is able to make these really interesting processes, and mm-hmm. he just pretty much committed to digging for a minute. You know, and <laughs> right. there you go. <laughs> so I was going to ask you guys. Uh, okay, so you know, a, a movie like this that you watch a lot of times when you're a kid. We talked a little bit. I can't remember if it was off mic or not. We talked a little bit about the the work song and how it was, you know, something that we all sang when we were kids and so on. Sure. Did anybody else say, uh, Ipshi, Ipshi? (laughs) (laughs) Even to yourself when you're playing or anything. I always, for some reason, that stuck in my head and it was sort of, I thought that it was sort of like, Andale, Andale, or something like, (laughs) get it up, let's go, let's go. And then I just today looked it up. And I don't know if you guys did. Did anybody else look it up? 
for the no, I was hoping somebody like you would show up and I happen to know what it was. And it means, apparently, the only definition I could find, and listener, hey, listener out there who knows better, tell tell me if I'm wrong, it, sound, it's, it means go away. That's the only definition I could find. He's saying, go away, go away. I don't know, maybe that's a bad translation, maybe it's part of like getting it up out of there, or get it out of there or something, but I just... I never knew until today what it was supposed to mean. But when I was a kid, it was one of those when you're playing Indiana Jones, uh, <laughs> just those little lines, you know, that stick in your head and you play and you repeat them. Yeah. I think I, I either did that or I know I did. Um, like anytime you're doing something with other, like you're lifting something, like you're, you know, you're like, carefully, carefully. <laughs> <laughs> that always gets in there. Oh, and, and he says, I never noticed till today, too. He says, like a team, right? Oh, yeah. Isn't that what he says? He goes, like a team. And I've never, I've always assumed he was saying something in a different language. I've never, Mitch, did you ever notice that's what he says? No. That's what he says. <laughs> Very strange little line, but. I may have thought the same thing. I may have assumed that that was something in, you know, another language. That's funny. It's funny because Jer is usually doing the opposite. He usually hears English no matter what language is being <laughs> spoken. Right. and uh yeah it's, it's it's a condition or something it's too bad he had to be killed in south america that's so sad um but uh we were talking before i think i guess uh last minute about uh the the look on indy's face uh in this moment as like that crazy god fury storm is going on behind him uh and in this minute he gets really He's he's probably the craziest he's looked in the whole movie. He's he's got this like ha ah, ah, ha look on his face like oh my gosh the world is about to open and uh, I mean we've seen him like throughout the movie there've been different like you know when he finally comes face to face with the idol at the beginning or when he you know when the when the staff of Ra shows him where the well of souls is he gets these moments of uh, of oh my gosh this is why this guy is into this this is why he does this is for moments like this. But this one, he just seems almost, I, maybe I'm being critical. I, I guess I want to say he's being a little too nuts in the scene, maybe. Does anybody else feel that way, or am I alone? Yeah. Well, it's as nuts as he's going to get, right? <laughs> yeah, I, I guess mean, so. From, from the actor's point of view, it's like, this is it. Yeah. <laughs> all I got to do is be scared of snakes and beat people up and, and close <laughs> my eyes. So this is it. Yeah, I That's think this is everything the... you got, Harrison. This is the pinnacle, like I was talking about a few minutes ago when he's surveying the the dig site. I think this is like the pinnacle of his glee, yeah. of, you know, his joy of discovery. I think he's about to make the biggest discovery possible. He's about to, like like we talked about, this is the biggest moment of his life about to happen, presumably. Yeah. Well, he says and, to Marcus back at his house, is that thing represents everything we got into archaeology for in the first place. Exactly. So I think it's, you know... It makes sense. He's adrenalized. He's he's a little excited about this, and he could be a little bit electrically charged from the storm too. I don't know. <laughs> There's a little possible. like like lightning madness or something that have ever come in. But uh, yeah, <laughs> I do. I really think seriously. I think that that is what what we're talking about here. Is he's just adrenalized by the, this next moment that he's about. He doesn't realize there's going to be the obstacles in the way. I think that that leads. That's unfortunately in the next minute, and we can't talk about it. But uh, I think that's part of the fun of the of what's actually in the well. Of, the first thing they see in the well of souls. Yeah, fair fair enough to say he's not thinking about Marion right now, is he? <laughs> he's not thinking about Marion at all. He forgot she's tied up. I mean, yeah. to be honest, 
when you watch this movie, are you at this point in the movie? <laughs> Fair I'm just enough. saying that I think well, they do a good yeah. job of putting yeah. us in his shoes and uh, we're along, we're on the ride with him. Yeah. And, um, so at this point, I don't think we're thinking, I mean, Mitch apparently is like, he's the one that brought it up, but what can you blame him? Uh, yeah. there he is oh, no, no, I was confessing my own, my own <laughs> right. you know, failings yeah. in this situation. Cause I haven't thought ever either during this whole yeah. thing. It you is know. the well of souls. That's true. Hey, so I have the same. Qu- oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. I was going to say, I also think these reaction shots look straight out of the 1940s or 50s. And I think you guys nailed it. I don't know if it was last minute than a minute before where you called this uh, almost a quote of the Ten Commandments. I mean, this looks exactly like Cecil B. DeMille. This scene looks so much like the Ten Commandments. Yeah. That's true. With that just wrath of God in the background. <laughs> and a little bit of uh, 30s overacting. And I do, I do love the fact that they they still won't give us the, you know, you get Indy's point of view of the stone being removed, and then we want to see what's beyond it, right? And then they we get that shot looking out of the Well of Souls as both Indy and Sala peer in, just oh, yeah. prolong, prolonging the suspense as what's in there, what's in there. Yeah, that's pretty awesome. That shot always makes me think of Close Encounters. <laughs> it looks kind of like the same crazy sky. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's point. true. Yeah. Spielberg loves crazy skies. What are the big there behind them on this crazy sky moment? There are like some metal slabs propped up behind them. I've always wondered what those are. Mm, I don't know. Behind them outside, you mean? In the uh... Yeah, kind of propped up against the rocks. There oh, weird. A bunch of metal slabs or wooden doors or something. I don't think I've ever there. noticed it. I totally missed those. Yeah, I don't know. I'll have to go back and look now. It's digging gear. You wouldn't understand. <laughs> it's very technical. Um, I have the same question about the Well of Souls as I had about the map room. Is there a door to the Well of Souls that you would use assuming your city hadn't been buried in sand? Yes, I would imagine so. Because okay. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think we see anything like that. No. And oh, okay. That leads me to another question. Why is there a hole on the top of the Well of Souls that you can open? Why does why does this entranceway exist? And why did Indy assume that there would be an entranceway like this? Well, I don't know whether this has anything to do with anything, but you know that those the tombs in Greece, they that's how they would do them. I mean, oh. they would they would have one opening at the very top, and then you know everything else would be ultimately sealed down below and they have dug those up i mean the, the, the there's a big one by mycenae that um that you walk into in what was once the sealed doorway and then the only other thing is way way straight up there's a circle and a it was discovered because a a shepherd lost a goat oh down God. the hole yeah and that's how he found that that's how they found that hole and then ultimately excavated it so maybe wow. it's a maybe it's a tomb thing i don't know okay so that might just be an accurate thing and not just a uh uh well the city's buried we gotta get in there somehow otherwise indy's <laughs> not gonna get the ark that makes sense i always bought it anyway i've never given it a second thought until you brought it up it's one of those things about this movie that i i, I believe it I, be, I pretty much believe everything that's been for the most part that i'm yeah. seeing um it's just they just did a great job of taking us along for a ride in this movie so oh definitely um, yeah they focus us towards what you know, one of the like, why is it the top that way? Well, because we want it to be that way and we want to get inside. You know, it's yeah. Why, how is it? Why, how can the bride and Kill Bill get out of that 
grave buried alive well, because <laughs> because we want her to get out of it, you know. Ultimately. Right. Um, and they are so this is this movie is so beautifully focused in in directing what we the audience want. You know, it's really terrific. Yeah. Like they always say how it's, uh, you know, oh, it's it's the serials from the 30s. And, and, you know, but then you watch those, you're like, well, no, Raiders of the Lost Ark is not that. But it's got that same sort of just propulsive. It's kind it's it's constantly moving and it's constantly uh, just just kind of rollicking forward. And uh, so you don't have time to ask questions like, why is there a sunroof to the Well of Souls? <laughs> a sunroof. <laughs> <laughs> A raw roof. I'm sorry. <clears throat> um, that's all I had for this minute. It is a lot of digging in this minute. A lot of yeah. sand clearing. And and you know to to bring it full circle, this if you're going to have a minute in your movie that's 60 seconds of digging, it probably should be the the finest digger's finest moment. <laughs> and it's not. I, I almost feel it's. Now that we look at it this way, I'm almost even more insulted by his Sala's <laughs> behavior and that this should be his minute of all yeah. the minutes in the movie. This should be the one that he owns. And yet he's has this horrible subservient line. <laughs> oh, Steven Spielberg. Yeah. <sighs> I feel right. like Sala bounces back, though, doesn't he? In this movie? We, he's this, this is this is he hasn't sunk to this low and then stays there. Right. He, he, he I think he kind of comes back. Yeah, well, all I know is I'm going to be tuning in when you guys get to the uh, way, way down the way, and we get to get to Sala's last moment. I'm really curious to hear how yeah. you position that in terms of neo-colonialism and all this stuff. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see what we can come up with. Um, but way before we get to that, uh, oh, you guys should tell us what's. Uh, I mean, you know, we're all fans of the Star Wars minute. And those guys were crazy enough to watch Star Wars and all of its sequels one minute at a time. And it turns out Pete and Jerry and I are crazy enough to do the same thing with Raiders. Um, what got you guys to want to do this with uh, with Alien? Well, um, it's definitely on me. I, I, I've been a big Star Wars Minute fan for a while. I, I picked up a, on it somewhere in the middle of Empire and went back and listened to everything. I even connected with... Alex real early on because I had a real beef with something they were saying about Star Wars. Oh, so yeah. I, I was already I connected right away and um, listened to it for a while and it was in the back of my mind, you know, hey, what a good idea, what a good idea. But I never thought about doing it myself. And then I listened to Goodfellas Minute. So I guess those guys, but those guys know those guys. And then it's you know came about that they were talking about, hey, if you want to use this format, just hit us up and just follow these couple of rules. And and this will be kind of a funny thing to you. Um, I the, I wanted to do Raiders of the Lost Ark, <laughs> <laughs> right? That was my Oops. first thought. And even I was talking to my roommate about it, who uh, has listened to some of these podcasts too. And I remembered Pete and Alex saying something about having just recorded another show, and something told me that it was your show. <laughs> and I said, "It's got to be. It's Lucasfilm. It's got to be. Somebody has to be already on top of that." And so I immediately went to Alien uh, after that, and because uh, I thought, man, another movie that's so ripe for dissection is that. And the guy I've talked to about Alien the most is Mitch, and Mitch <laughs> has even taught me a lot about Alien. He showed it in one of his classes. I, I guess your listeners don't know that he was a, a former professor of mine, and we're just friends, uh, you know, after I've graduated from college and so on. Awesome. And I. I hit him up and I was really kind of surprised. He immediately said, sure, let's do it. So I'm like, immediately. 
and so it just hit the hit the ground running from there. But Alien is such a, I mean, as far as like somewhat scholastically breaking down a movie, it's it's one of the funnest ones I could think of, and uh, I really think we're getting somewhere on it. I'm learning so much about ever like the craft of filmmaking, screenwriting, and everything just by doing this. It's it's been a fun experience so far. And it does but. feel with that movie a little bit like because Ridley Scott made all those commercials. He he kind of seems to be somebody who really does think very clearly in 30 and 60 second increments. And it is that movie really lends itself to this minute by minute thing beautifully, as does Raiders, too. I mean, Raiders has a real it, it clips right along and it's it's mm-hmm. um, but there. But I'm just kind of stunned with Alien, how often it seems to be falling really strongly into 30 and 60 second intervals. So oh, that's interesting. Yeah, it's been fun. It is fun. It's a yeah, it's it's a it's a deep nerd dive, and it's kind of awesome. It's a good exercise. Everybody, start your own podcast. Start your <laughs> own movie minute podcast. Um, well, Pete and I, and I'm sure Jerry, apologize for scooping you with Raiders. Oh no, <laughs> uh, no, I'm. You know, I'm happy that it felt that way. I'm, I'm really happy to be doing Alien. But boy, yeah, it, it's funny how I, I did. I knew what you guys were up to without having any way of knowing. And somehow something told me you guys were up to this. So, um, congratulations on doing great. Got, well, thank it's you. A lot it's a lot of fun. Yeah, um, it's it's we. I'm I'm having a blast listening to it, and it and it's it's so much fun being on the show. Thank you so much for for letting us come in and and uh, look at. Frankly, my favorite ten minutes of the movie, or five or five minutes of the movie. So. Oh, fantastic! Cool. Yeah, we're all, we're we're glad you could be here. This is awesome. Yeah, thanks for coming on. And there are more of these movies, you know. Would you guys ever want to come back for uh, Temple of Doom? Absolutely. Yeah, I definitely would. Awesome. Isn't there a scene where he ditches uh, Willie Scott and ties her up and, and, and leaves her to the bad guy? There must be, right? We'll put you down yeah, for we, that one. We, yeah. we can talk about that one. <laughs> All right. Uh, well, until then, uh, where can people find the Alien Minute? Uh, the Alien Minute is at alienminute.com or follow us on Twitter at alienminutepod. Uh, you can also subscribe to us on iTunes and the Stitcher app. And uh, Pete, where can people find us? Uh, come join our listeners group, uh, Indiana Jones Minute and the Listener Crusade on Facebook, and join the conversation about the episodes. Please do. Oh, and you know what? Review us on iTunes. We love that. We love hearing. Uh, we love getting stars, and we love uh, hearing your uh, your opinions. Shouting it out to the world to people who maybe haven't found us yet. Um, that helps us out a lot. Um, but thank you, Mitch and John. This has been awesome. Yeah, thank you. Thank you all for listening. And uh, we will be back next week with uh, more of Raiders of the Lost Ark here on the Indiana Jones Minute. Watch your Jones. (laughs) Jones. You see Indy? You see Jones? (laughs) 